Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! But you know what? I'll make this argument at any desk in this building, from the well, from the chair. I'll make it on every street corner in this country that Washington must change. We have to break the cycle. We have to break the fever. Florida Rep. Matt Gates on the reasons why he led the charge to oust former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. My name is Nigel Jason Hammer. Right over there, news breaking during our show yesterday. Oh, man, it was a fun show. And I'm serious. I'm, I have fun with this crap. I do, too. <laughs> I mean, like, there's some people right now probably, like, shrugging their shoulders. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure they'll get another House speaker. But the question is, who's it going to be? Well, we've already got one name in the mix. Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio. He's officially said he's in it to win it now. I like so, him. So, yesterday... I started thinking about this because so many people were saying, this is chaos. I can't believe what's going on. It's a uh, it's a nightmare for the Republicans. And I was one of those people just because of the initial shock of the initial uh, reaction that I had to uh, the real time news that was coming in. That was my reaction. And I wondered if the timing was right on this whole thing. Right. Should this have been done before? Should they have done this later? But if Jim Jordan is the guy. And it sounds like there's a lot of people that would support Jim Jordan for being the Speaker of the House. Maybe this whole it's chaos angle was all for nothing. Because I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Jim Jordan would be the guy that could probably get the votes pretty quickly. Because if you remember when they named McCarthy the Speaker, we went like, Round 12, round 13, That's 14. Like five days of voting before they finally could come up with a deal that Matt Gates said uh, Kevin McCarthy broke, and this is one of the reasons why he led the charge of vacating that seat. Right. And there were a lot of people that wanted Jim Jordan to have that gig the last time and around. he didn't want it. Right. But now he wants it. So maybe, just maybe, we should pump the brakes on, this is chaos, they didn't have a plan. Yeah. Maybe the plan all along was for Jim Jordan to say, I'll be the guy. And I would be okay with that. Now, for those who don't know Jim Jordan, he is the representative from Ohio. He's the founder of the House Freedom Caucus and the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. And he's already received multiple endorsements from people like Thomas Massey of Kentucky and, yes, Matt Gates of Florida. So i got to be honest with you, Nigel. Well, if Jordan becomes the speaker... I think he should put Matt Gates on his seat in the Judiciary Committee and let Matt Gates go full maniac <laughs> on the, bri- the Biden crime family, January 6th stuff, all of it. Just turn him loose. It's interesting that he received endorsements from both Matt Gates and Thomas Massey, who both voted different ways yesterday in the removal of, of Kevin McCarthy. Jim Jordan was a Kevin McCarthy guy in, in terms of he likes him. He had good things to say about him. But why do we like Jim Jordan so much? He's a flamethrower. I like it. He is somebody that wants accountability and things to be fair, right? Now, there's no politician that's perfect, right? There's nobody that's perfect. I'm sure somebody's listening right now has something against Jim Jordan that they don't like. But from what I've seen with the Judiciary Committee and these investigations, he seems like the kind of guy that could get things done. Absolutely. You, You make a great point. If you put all your hope, all your faith, all your dreams into one person, one human being, I don't care if it's a politician or a parent or whatever, eventually you're going to get let down. 
And, yeah. And, and and so what you're saying is there might be some imperfections with Jim Jordan. I don't know. It's crazy. They're talking about Donald Trump. They're talking about Akeem Jeffries if they can't find anybody else. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Well, Sean Hannity was the one that was kind of stirring the pot last night. So before Representative Jordan made his announcement that he was going to pursue the speakership here, he was on with Sean Hannity last night. And Hannity said that from what he's been told, Donald Trump may be interested. Uh, I've now heard from a number of people. I know for a fact Donald Trump has been contacted uh, about possibly him being an interim speaker. Is that a reality? I, I don't know. I, he'd be great, but I, I, actually, I want Donald Trump to be the next president of the United States. If he wants to be speaker, well, great. Still, but, well, uh, I, I want, I'll be I want clear. Him, I want him to be he'd president still of the United for States. President. He's still good. He's still going to be running for president. Right. That's where we need him. Is at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. If he wants to be speaker, then that's fine too. Now, knowing what we know this morning, that Jim Jordan wants to be the speaker, I can see why he was saying, no, no, we want him to be the president. We want him to be the president. But here's the thing. Donald Trump is not coming out and saying, no, I'm not interested. As a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. So I'm going to play you a piece of audio here. Now, the audio isn't the greatest. This was outside the courthouse in New York City yeah. today, where he's there for the civil trial, the fraud charge and all that kind of stuff. So the audio is not the greatest. He's away from the microphone, but here he is on possibly being Speaker of the House. A lot of people have been calling me about Speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. Would you say that to all people? Would you just want to say we have some great, great people? Would you take a job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know you. I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers. But we're leading by like 50 points for president. So my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. Could you imagine the liberal heads spinning? <laughs> it would be it would be the next worst thing to, you know, after he was elected in 2016. And you saw people on their knees in the streets. No! Who was the guy that went on MSNBC and said, people are crying tears tonight? <laughs> it was the stop the hammering guy. Yeah, Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence yeah. O'Donnell. Stop the hammering! <laughs> Oh, I would love to see it just for the show. But if you're telling me that you can kick McCarthy out, replace him with Jim Jordan and have another flamethrower on the Judiciary Committee, man, all right, do it. That's an upgrade, in my opinion. Maybe this whole thing isn't going to be this long, drawn out, embarrassing procedure, which I thought it was going to be yesterday. I said as much. I said the Republicans look like they're in disarray. Still kind of looks like they are a tad bit. It still seems like sort of a circus. But if you're telling me we could get an upgrade from Kevin McCarthy, then I'm all in. Now, the acting speaker, Patrick McHenry, he's already doing things that McCarthy was neglecting his first nine months on the job. And that's kicking Nancy Pelosi out of her very plush office because she was the former Speaker of the House. And McCarthy basically yeah. just allowed her to stay there. She was like the Cato Kalin of the House of Representatives, <laughs> just letting her live there, hang out. You know, it's above her means at this point. But the interim Speaker, the acting Speaker, Patrick McHenry, put on that bow tie, walked over there and told that old bag of bones, kick rocks. <laughs> so I'm good with that. Now, if you missed it, 
Matt Gates has been taking heat because he's been fundraising off of all of this. And before the vote yesterday, we were on the air when this was happening, so I did not hear it live. But there were some questions during the debate before the vote about the ethics of Matt Gates of Florida fundraising during his attempted coup of the speakership, <laughs> if you will. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraising and see how that goes for you he owns it he does there's a little reggie miller in matt gates and what i mean by that is he embraces the hate yeah like reggie would go oh, into the yeah. garden and he would eat it up It'd make him better right matt gates may be that way and then later on last night he jumped on with laura ingram now i got the impression watching this last night that keith olbermann's former lover oh, oh. had a hard time <laughs> justifying what Matt Gates did to Kevin McCarthy and she also brought up the fact that Gates was fundraising Look, I think the concern here is that there, people are seeing your fundraisers instantly going out about this. You're raising money, and it's it's it, it is oh, chaos I'm eager right to now. That. And, and and everybody fundraises again. I'm not. I'm not just. By saying, the way, that is another criticism of what's yeah, going if on. If I can here. get a word in here, I am the only Republican in the entire United States Congress who takes no lobbyist money and no PAC money. So absolutely, I communicate daily, vigorously with regular Americans because the only way I'm able to to advance my political goals is if just regular folks give me 10, 20, 30 dollars. And so I will take no lecture from the likes of people who do three lobbyist fundraisers a day and trade favors in order to get cash from special interests on how I raise money. And I take deep offense to anyone who wants to criticize the the mailman, the, the active duty service member, the grandmother who believes in me and goes to MattGates.com to donate. Matter of fact, right. I hope they do that right now. And I'm not sorry play? for it at all because I yeah. won't take the lobbyist and pack money like every other person here does. And I never dated Keith Olbermann. <laughs> That's what he should have brought up. That would have been the take a I'm not going to take, take a lecture from somebody that dated that lunatic Keith Olbermann. <laughs>